what's good? So we are back. It's your girl, Drea G. I'm also Tasha, also known as the Black Rogue. And we are the Grits. What's good? What's good, everybody? What's good, Tosh? What's going on? Man, our weekend <laughs> was crazy, man. I just got back from New York City, guys. My voice sounds a little bit hoarse. Tasha's worried about me, but I'm a, I'm I'm good. <laughs> Y'all, ain't nothing like New York summer. That's all I gotta say. We had fights going on <laughs> um, between friends. We had people, family, <laughs> family fights. Uh, the craziest thing was these couples. It was a girl couple Child. and it was two separate couples. The guy from one of the couples and the girl from another couples left with each other. It caused a big fight. <laughs> girl, I, I still don't know what that shit was about. But you know what? I broke my damn nail trying to help the dude find his woman. And then I feel like he was going off on me in a drunken rage. So, child. You uh, saw. He was going to. Uh, <laughs> you know you what? tiny, girl. You was trying to hold these people, that girl back from beating his ass. I was like. Mm -mm, mm -mm. That's why I need my blade. Uh, that That's why I need my blade here in New York City. You know, only if it weren't outlawed. Uh, but yeah, it, it was kind of wild, but we made it. It was a fun night. We had a fun weekend. Yeah, that weekend was fun. <laughs> so I almost my cousin, but we cool. We cool. We we cool. You know. Well, all is well that ends well, right? You know. Right. She came. She saw. She turned up for her birthday. You know, got to see some of the city. And like you said, there is definitely nothing like New York City in the summertime. And right. speaking of that, like you you already know, like it's not wide open here because, you know, things still it isn't open fully all the way. You know, it's some stuff in the cut that you can, you know, get into. It may stay open till like after 12, but you can see like people out here, people yeah, out here. Like <laughs> I don't like the reservations though. Like, like if you visit New York now, you gotta make reservations for a lot of these restaurants. That shit is annoying as fuck. But keep in mind, so New York is back open officially July first, a hundred percent. So that's gonna be you know just in time for the summer. So if you visit in New York City, definitely plan to do so after July first. So it's right, more don't cheap. do it now. <laughs> right and so you've been kicking it in houston right tosh how what's that life like right houston, now everything open in houston girl everything open in houston child well Ain't shit nothing like it's it's different it's like so different like it's kind of like a culture shock coming back into new york from being in right houston when everything open and nobody really cares about the covid that that much i mean people care when you go to the stores and stuff like that but right you know, but they're in the clubs massless so yeah it's just <laughs> different it's just like a different energy i still feel like new york don't have that strong energy like it used to but i'm pretty sure july 12th uh, uh, july 1st july 1st july for 1st? sure oh, yeah. and see you know like they're trying to like really push basketball right now they got fans inside the barclays i i saw like oh. like they had like ten thousand fans in there like you know some unvaccinated and then you know the people that were vaccinated like up close you know closer so yeah man they're really you know trying to make a push for it so it looks like things will be back up and running shit you know they even plan on i see stuff advertised for like governor's ball come september or whatever a little mm -hmm. bit further out this year but nonetheless like so 
New you York. Afro, I want an Afro punk come back. I don't know. I fly it may. Back to New York for that because that's my shit. It may, but you know what? If they do have it this year, they will push it back. Maybe like really like who knows? Maybe they'd be like, we'll do a Labor Day. I don't know, but we'll see. We'll see. We're we're getting back up and running, so it's all good. And shit, I'm just. You know, we kicked it this weekend. You know, I'm in New York City right now. You in Houston doing your thing. So we just meet in the middle somewhere. And right. uh, yeah, man. And Andrew, you you showed while I was in New York City, uh, y'all. Andrea showed me a video, y'all, and I was I was dying. Uh, you want to tell them about your audition for for P Valley, child? Um. You know, I'm still waiting on my call back. But um, but yeah, I did I did audition for P Valley. Uh I had to give him a monologue and everything. So Tasha was laughing at me. I had one look because of a headshot that I gave them, uh, where my hair was blonde. And so, you know, black women, we like to switch it up and I, I'm never good for that. I changed my hair so much. Anyway, so I, I got a little blonde wig but Tasha was cracking up over the wig but I had to do that a monologue for him. You know, give him a slate uh, and then I had to do a little you know, a little choreograph. Yeah. Andrew got a nice body. Okay, y'all y'all don't sleep on the slim thick girls. You know, slim thick, sweet, we petite. I'm a little bitty thing, but you know. Not everybody able. Not everybody able. Good things come in small packages and all packages alike. So, you know. But yeah, we turned up this weekend. But you know what? So that's going to bring us in to our segment for Pour Up where we are kind of doing like a top 10. So this week we are doing it a little bit different. We're going to basically kind of talk about 10 topics and, you know, we're going to be seeing what we're going to be pulling up to toasting to, and then the things that we're going to be not so much, you know, giving a bless, blessing the hearts of these folks or, you know, just kind of seeing where we are with it. So what, what, what we got Tosh? Um, number one is Funk Flex. Uh, mm. What is, I, you know, Andrew, me and Andrea, we kind of, <laughs> you know, back in the day, his his people don't really like me like that. Um, <laughs> he likes you. My man likes you. <laughs> I just feel like this man, Funk Flex, act like a female. I can't even say he act like a female. He be on some BS, like, with the whole Charlemagne-ish or whatever. I feel like, you know, like, so, um, long story short, um, Charlemagne got accused of, I think, rape back in the day or whatever. It's, or he's associated with it or it, it's something to the effect of him being with a minor or him, you know, giving right. a minor alcohol or something, you know, you know, where it would lower their senses. So, yeah, consensual so sex, a, whatever. So he was acquitted. They didn't find any DNA, none of that stuff. So, you know, basically Charlemagne's innocent. So long story short, they had like a recording where I think was it Wendy Williams' ex-husband was mm-hmm. like trying to plot some shit on Charlemagne because, you know, they had some type of beef or whatever with Wendy. You right. know, Funk Flex is like he on some gossip shit. Like, I don't, I think he like, I, I think he lame to be quite honest. Like, I think he loves the thrill of drama. He, he just loves it. And I 
feel like Charlemagne gonna sue his ass. Well, you know what? You, you can only sue people uh, when there's uh, like absolutely no truth in it, you know. And if you you think you're gonna win in something like that, if it's slanderous and and what he's saying or whatever, if it's libel, you know, whatever. Um, I will say, you know, I worked for Flex uh, for a couple of years, and so I will say, you know, this is just a part of, uh, I guess, the charm that is Flex. Um, I mean, I, I, I can't tell you, you know, where his mind is with it. Um, you know, I would be all for black people. You know, we can uplift one another, especially right, right. now versus, you know, tearing one another uh, down. But, um, you know, for for whatever reason, he feels like he needs to bring this to light. Child, even when I worked for him, it was just like I just remember and that's going to bring us in to one of the other topics um, in a few minutes. But um, we'll we'll get to that. But. I, hey, he, I guess he's a, a truth seeker, a truth, a truth teller. And we've seen this in other instances when we've seen him involved with uh, the Drake situation or when he's calling out Jay-Z or whatever. This is, you know, this is who he is. So, hey. Um, all right. Well, so you're giving, that's a hot mess for you. That's a bless your heart. That's a bless. That's yes. a, okay. So you bless you saying, okay, we got to do better flex. All right. Okay. So. Number two, well, I am going to, I'm pouring up to a, a fellow OG Grits, or the original Grits, should I say, uh, Felicia Rashad, um, the Houstonian. Uh, basically, she was appointed uh, the dean of the fine arts school at uh, Howard University, her alma mater. So shout out to her. I want to toast it up to her. Um, I mean, I, I think it's really well-deserved. I mean, she did go to the school. It's not right. like, you know, she's honorary. So I think that it's really dope. Um, so shout-out to her and uh, shout-out to to Howard. Yeah. Number three. Nicki Minaj, that's my bitch. Uh, Andrea <laughs> be hating on her all the damn time, but that's my girl right there. I told you. I told you now I have a, a far better appreciation for Nick, but – I, I am glad to see her back. You know, uh, listen, I'm all about diversity when it comes to females and hip hop. And I'm just I'm just glad that it's so many, you know, it's so many new up and coming artists. So, like I said, I can appreciate Nikki much better. But I love, you know, to kind of see her in her new element. You know, she's got her family life going on, even though, you know, her husband, uh, I thought it was kind of sketch, but it's, if she's happy, who am I? <laughs> no one. <laughs> so, uh, but it is cool. You know, we see her uh, dropping like bits of her documentary and like showing her her life. And I'm ready and, for that. I know. I know she, you know, I hope the documentary, you know, is it going to be on Netflix or is it going to be I on, think like, on it's Lifetime? It's going to be HBO, I believe. I want it to be real good, though, because like, I think I want to know some real, I, I need to know some real tea. On sis, because I'm not about to watch this, and I already know the tea already. I need a, I need a real tea. I need a TLC story. I need a new edition story. I need some real, real stuff. So the nitty gritty. Well, maybe, and you know what? She's. I mean, right? She should. I mean, she. The thing about it is, she has more than enough, you know, to give us that because she's she's been dealing with so much stuff, like you know, behind the scenes from her, right. her dad, you know, being murdered pretty much. 
um, you know, even her brother, you know, some years back, even, you know, dealing with her husband, like it's just a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, it's a very it's if she wants dealing to Dealing with go Safari deep, girl, cause that being Nah, crazy. Safari and her been done. He him okay. and Erica child, they got their own set of problems. They a so. Whole circus, <laughs> so just just leave the two alone. But shout out to Nikki. That's definitely we we pulling up to that. All right, bet. Number four, Billy Porter. Right. We got to, um, I'm pouring up to um, Billy Porter coming out and telling everyone that he is HIV positive. Um, that really, it hurt my heart. You know, I'm a big fan of Pose. I'm a fan of him in general, you mm-hmm. know, his creativity, his talent. And, you know, I, I shed a tear when I found that out. But I respect him so much because he's helping other people out here who may be going through all kind of like things in their head and and they may not know how to handle a situation like like that right and him being that voice that you know for a lot of people and I really respect that yeah I think it's definitely dope to to see him out here living in his truth and uh using his platform for that because there are so many people uh in this very city you know walking around and um uh, I mean, but with the medicine nowadays, it's just like, you know, they're Magic Johnson. They're, but yeah, they're able to have mm-hmm. s- such a quality of life to where I was listening on NPR a couple of weeks back to where, you know, they have medication now to where they're taking medication once a month, you know, and in some cases, maybe once a year or two times a year. So um you know modern medicine people are living longer so shout out to him for you know living in his truth and uh definitely helping other people that are like him so that's what's up all right so five Mm, I don't know I don't know how I feel about this Tasha so you have to weigh in too um number five ASAP Rocky so we've been seeing him in the news lately we see that uh GQ I don't know I guess they be giving the sexiest man alive out I know <laughs> they just be giving it away um but it, there he is on the cover and uh you know he's talking about his relationship a little bit and Rihanna being the love of his life. And you know what? I don't know. I don't know if I've gotten all the way over it um, because yes, when we've talked about this in other episodes, like uh, it, it was a colorism episode that we had. Right. Um, uh, but we talked about him before, you know, he's, he's always been very vocal about women and even just black people and black lives matter. And, you know, him being, you know, disassociated from that type of stuff because, you know, that's not his world anymore. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. It's like, okay, it's cute, black love or whatever, but you know, it's kind of tricky, but I get it. I mean, you know, Rihanna would be the love of anybody's life. I mean, she's beautiful. She's sexy. She got her own money and empire. She probably got more money than him. Hell, mm. I'd wife Rihanna. So right. I'm I wife her too. <laughs> right. So he not saying, you know, nothing uh new. But uh yeah, so I don't know if that it's definitely not a toast. We definitely not pulling up to it, but it's there, you know. Okay. So hopefully he's he's grown from his his I, ways. I don't know if he's grown. He just you know what? I don't know how he was voted. I'm I'm gonna have to bless my his heart and the heart of that magazine or whoever that voted him 
to uh, be the sexiest, uh, one Child. of the sexiest men because he just gives me millennial Coolio vibes. And uh, <laughs> with the hair, it's just, mm-mm. Girl, you know what? He, you know, and he, I just remember when he first came out, he was definitely on Southern influence, like on Southern hip hop, like they dick hard. I did like, like, uh, I just remember, uh, he had that song. It was, I forget it. It was called gold or something. Anyway, it was very chopped and screwed vibe. So mm. anyway, enough of him. All right. So, okay. Number six billboard, uh, music awards just passed. Um, there were a lot of winners. I kind of checked a little bit of the show out. I didn't watch it full on. I did catch uh, SZA and uh, Doja's performance, which was SZA dope. is SZA is so bad, y'all. Y'all, like, hey, I ain't gonna, that's a done, beautiful girl. She done shed all them layers. Uh, I was looking at some comments. They were like, "She not needing homeless no more. She's like manicured and polished." Oh, like, I liked her hippie vibe, baby. She got money and she got polished. She was like, mm, I Oh, they didn't like how she was they didn't like the hippie vibe. She no, they she it wasn't cause she not hippie no more. It's like it's just straight oh. up she giving you sexy baby. She giving you Sierra uh she red was carpet sexy vibes. With the hippie vibes to me. She was, but you know, just everything like uh, I will say SZA has turned up of lately. Child, man, she done went. Betty, man. Right. I just love her music. She's so talented. Right. Her and Doja. Like Doja is super talented. To me I, too. I really love Doja and I love her versatility. I so, do too. I ain't even gonna hate. Even though right. she, she don't like y'all black men. <laughs> but uh, I ain't even gonna hate on the So series. when I hear Y'all men, mean. when men say crazy stuff, uh, you know, like there is no diversity. Like women don't just talk about one thing. It's crazy to me because we have su- such a myriad of artists right now, female artists. But um, I will say um, a couple of takeaways from the Billboard Awards. I want to say Meg, she did get the best uh, female hip hop award. I mean, uh, she was in a category with Cardi B and Sweetie. Okay. Um, so she did take that home. I want to say the baby was a winner this evening. Another grits, uh, and Drake, he got, um, he got honorary grits. <laughs> no, <laughs> right. Cause he loved him some Houston, but, uh, he, uh, he got the decade of, uh, he got the, the artist of the decade award. So that's, he brought out the baby too. He, yeah. He brought yeah him the, I, well, I got a question though. What? You know, how do they grip that baby's hair in those cornrows? That's what I want to know. Is they put it like, would they, know put, they like, put a add a or something? No, but you know, they got to put the jam or something to, to harden it, to get the <laughs> texture right. That's I'm like, you can't be, because when I was, I remember when I was young, <laughs> And I used to get my hair done. My mom would be like, oh, your hair is too slick. Your hair is too slick. Like, say you, you know how you flat iron your hair? Mm-hmm. And like, sometimes it's you too can't fine. braid it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, sometimes you can't braid it. Like, nah, your hair can't be like that to Girl, get those braids. You got to You got to wash it. So that's why I don't want how the baby, but you best believe if Drake, if Drake was going to pay me money to braid his child's hair for the award show, best believe I would have learned how to do the Allen Iversons, anything, <laughs> anything to get that bread. So whatever, they made it work. But uh, he, he's a cute little boy too. He is. And 
was going to say, like, it's so crazy because we were talking about Flex earlier. And just to see the evolution of Drake, like, you got to remember, like, really, people got to really, like, bow down and respect Drake. I mean, he's this biracial kid from Canada. He, you know, we knew him as an actor first, you know, wheel, wheelchair Jimmy. You know what I'm saying? And he literally, he just busted his ass and he made people right. respect him. And I just remember even, you know, a couple of years ago when we thought, you know, you know, when it kind of changed the dynamics, the like, like the landscape of things changed or we saw that things had changed. Like when I was working for Flex and at the time, uh, a big thing that uh, happened while I was there was, you know, that whole Meek Mill and him blow up. So I remember, you know, having to post those reference tracks, uh, Quentin Miller's reference tracks and being like, damn, like, do we got to do this? Is this what we is this what? It's come to, but it's crazy that the power of the people, they were so unfazed by that. And Drake was still able to redeem and be like, nah, like, I don't, don't test my pen game. Like I I can still, I I do this. And so I I have nothing but, I have nothing but respect for Drake though. You know what I'm saying? He, he a boss. So shout out to him. And lastly, I want to say that Trey being, uh, you know, Houston's very own, he got an award. He actually, the billboard honored him. Uh, he got a change maker award for mm. some of the stuff that he's been doing with social justice and uh, things that he's doing in Houston. Um, we saw him very um, uh, a vocal in the, the George uh, Floyd uh, case. Like, so just everything that he's doing. So shout out to our fellow grits. Uh, shout out to our fellow uh, Tasha's fellow Houstonian. Yeah gang gang all up in this so all right so seven all right i'm gonna keep it brief this is um i'm 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 actually blessing my heart to this this is misogyny and hip-hop and this is more so geared to um like things like we've seen about like joe budden um like recently it was a, a thing where Obviously, his podcast, they're breaking up, but there was uh, a fellow podcaster by the name of uh, Olivia, DJ Olivia Dope, who was saying that, you know, he made some remarks. I felt uncomfortable, you know, as Mm. like one of the only women in the workplace. And, you know, he's making these sexual innuendos. And, you know, I, I don't I don't know how to move, you know, like that, you know. Right. Um, But it's just. We just got to stop. It's just crazy. And I and I and I and I talk about misogyny and hip hop because, you know, this is a a young woman that's in a a working environment. And so we're not respected in a working environment. We not we not respected in the arena of hip hop. And I say that because, you know, we have things like this going on where they still want to treat us like sluts or, you know, they want to sleep with us behind closed doors or they want to see what they can do or how they can test you. And, you know, even working at the radio station, you know, I, I saw like, you know, or I, I tried to sidestep like those types of trappings, like, nah, I don't really want to be caught up out there. I don't, I don't want my name. Like if it's somebody I, I want to fuck with, I'm going to do that, you know, because I want to do that. But I don't just want my name just caught out there, just caught out there, you know? Right. Um, But, you know, it's just, and, and it's crazy because, you know, we see inst- 
instances like this, you know, she's a professional DJ working alongside of him. He's making marks, remarks on air where she's uncomfortable. And we've seen this time and time again. Um, I want to say even years ago, I saw it with, uh, and it ran this girl right out of New York City, Kay Fox, um, who was a, a DJ um, based out of, she she came from Miami. And uh, she she was on the Hot 97, uh, you know, their early morning team. And I just remember at one point, maybe Ebro had said something because this was at the time when they had a show. Ebro said something that made her feel uncomfortable. It was like, you know, like the artist, like you basically like suggesting that she was sleeping with them. And it's just like, it's crazy because that that's the that's the first thing. You know what I'm saying? Like. That I mean I don't know I feel like that's High 97 just give me colorist vibes but that's just me. Uh, I mean I is there any know. black woman working for them? Yeah, there there's black women working for them. Okay, there <laughs> there used to be more, but um yeah, but I mean you can say the same thing about uh a 105 power. They got the it's the same makeup. It's the same makeup. It's like this is crazy. I don't know. I just think it's kind of crazy that you know black women are really a part of hip hop, but. It's not a lot that I see within these radio stations. Right. Like that's just really and crazy. Even, and guess what? And even at these record labels and these other places, it gets probably even scarcer. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but I'm just I'm 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 blessing the heart of Joe Budden and other people like him. And you know what? Another thing to put on that misogyny hip hop, just to stamp it and just send it off, you know. I don't want to hear like it's just too many double standards from even the stuff that I've seen viral memes where other like male artists are like, you know, all female artists do is uh, talk about sex like, you know, women rappers like, well, hell, you treat us like sexual objects in any other setting. Why we can't, you know, be empowered ourselves? Why we ain't talking right. about our sexuality? I mean, women are, you know, who's buying women rappers music, you know, I I, you know, it's so funny because this dude that I used to fuck with that ain't shit from this reality TV show. Mm. Um, we got in a debate because he was just saying, oh, do you not see Cardi B's perform and Megan's performance at the Grammys and how sexual it was and how they were dry humping on the stage and little kids are watching. But I'm like, wait a minute. They Why watch, are y'all letting y'all little kids watch Right, this? right. Little kids watch movies. Y'all have y'all kids watch movies that are like sexually suggestive, all types of stuff. Because if you but, let your kid be on TikTok and they got social media, don't come to me talking about what I what what somebody else is doing on TV. Don't let your kid watch it. Basically, he was hating on Cardi B and Megan talking about he's against their music. But I'm like, my thing is, I don't have no kids. I don't want to listen to no uh, these little kid music and songs and like that. I want to like grown adults should have the right to listen to grown up music like Megan and Carter. I just felt like he was being sexist. Well, let me tell you what I would tell his ass. Go stream Tierra Whack. Go stream artists like Rhapsody. Go stream people like you know, just like different fucking artists if if you don't want to hear those women. And so, again, like men talk all this shit. But again, it's women that are and and you know, the LGBT that are buying, you know, female artists things. So, like, okay. stop. <laughs> stop with y'all's opinions, okay? All right. Number eight. All right. The we'll shade room. Mm. So, I wanted to drink up, pour up, 
to the shade room. The shade room mm. has evolved from the beginning. Right now, they have um, this uh, basically uh, model top model show competition. And before they had this competition, they had um, a cooking competition. So I feel like they're being like, they're the digital version of what BT should have been. Mm. And I really... You know, and I, yeah, they post up. They post a lot of gossipy stuff and a lot. <laughs> well, they of are the shade stuff. room. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I I feel like they're such a they're they're, they're the, a platform that has helped out these artists that we haven't heard about. But all they do is repost their music and people will stream them and see like you know what I want to see what this old artist been doing. They have been helping with politics and you know putting stuff about like all these shootings these uh black men and black women getting mm -hmm. shot they've been like leading the change for a lot of stuff so i just want to give a shout out to them i appreciate all the stuff that they're doing right now yeah they definitely carved out a lane for themselves and really like i mean they they they've definitely been a brand that has leveraged instagram to its fullest um right so for sure all right but okay so i got number nine and uh, I'm actually shouting out who uh, will be spotlighting this week, too. Uh, Lotto. Mm. <laughs> so she changed her name, you know, from uh, Miss Mulatto or, you know, Mulatto to, to now Lotto. Uh, and um, she dropped a record on Friday uh, this past week or whatever. Uh, just kind of talking about the name change. And, you know, I respect the young lady. I think uh, Lotto is doing her thing. Um I think that, you know, for her at one point, she felt like, shit, I am biracial. You know, why can't I use that term? I, I, let me be able to embody it and do what I want with it. But I can appreciate that that she's learned and she's taken in, you know, whatever she needed to, to do to reconcile and be like, OK, it, it don't fit no more. I've outgrown it and this is the new phase and this is where I'm going to grow from. So shout out to her because, uh, you know, she a grits out of Atlanta right. doing her, her motherfucking thing. And she only like she's 23, 23. Yeah. So, it's shocking to see her. I used to watch growing up, not growing up. What's that uh, show? The rap the game, hit? right? The rap game, mm -hmm. and it's like she was like my 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 daughter because I'm way <laughs> older than her. And I'm like, damn, to see how she is now, how she looks now. Mm -hmm. She grew up into a nice, beautiful young lady. Mm -hmm. So shout out to her. So keep doing your thing, mamas. Keep getting your money. Keep keep dating your man on the low and see i like her see you know people like could so people could take a, a page out of her book you know and that's the thing um that you know some artists really know about like beyonce is a big person mystique keep some shit to yourself don't don't be overly saturated online lotto getting her money staying fly she getting her man and getting loved up and loved down she look good so shout out to her we definitely pulling up to her this week all right number 10 what we got y'all i am blessing my heart to ti and tiny because they is on some bullshit i don't mm. know if they did the shit but something ain't right like so some more accusers came out um about them you know drugging them and shit like that it look it's looking like some bill cosby shit going on and some just not right and it's you know they homegirl what's her name shekinah 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 she crying all on like now she ain't friends with tiny and she crying all on she was yeah, crying all on social crying. media a couple <laughs> weeks ago so i'm just feel like I, I don't know i feel like they did that shit you know i because it's just too many people coming out like 
like the same way that Bill Cosby that and that white man got accused. Um, some right right well you know i've always i feel like for years heard about them being swingers and you know them you know getting down but from what i understood up until this point you know a lot of these girls you know they met them in the strip clubs you know they was willing participants they was taking x together that's the type of stuff but now you know we're hearing more allegations they're like you know no you know but you can you know uh, you could be pressured like i I had a situation and I, I wouldn't, I don't know if I would call it rape, but I feel like as a female, even though you may go to a man's house, mm -hmm. and for instance, these girls going to T.I. and Tiny's house, um, and you may think yeah. that, okay, I'm going to smash this person, but then you can be like, you know, I don't really want to smash them. So you may be like, nah, I don't know. I don't, right. I don't really want, but they can pressure you into the point where you smash them, even though like people are like, well, you, you have, you should have just said no, but you can feel pressure. Cause I right. have been in a situation like that before. And I'm like, I don't know whether it's rape or not, but I feel like you can. So, and a lot of these women, um, cause I was reading up one girl said that, um, she felt like she was pressured by them, you know? Okay. Rape. You know what? No, I'm a, I'm gonna tell you this. This is what I believe. I believe where there's smoke, there's fire. So there's obviously something happening. I don't know if this is a full on money grab by a whole bunch of people, or, you know, these are some, some legitimate things and, you know, they'll, they'll determine that and they'll find it out. But I did read, you know, when you say stuff like, you know, you could be a willing participant, but you can change your mind. And you're absolutely right. You're you can do with your body what you want. And I will say I read one story and that shit did make me feel uncomfortable. It was like, I guess, you know, maybe this girl had gotten down with them before, you know, and a little mm -hmm. they triage type thing. But she was like this, like this bodyguard or like, you know, their friend, he was always around. And she was like one night they wanted her to hang out and, you know, they gave her money or whatever. Um, and she, I guess she really didn't, I, I, she really wasn't into it that night. Anyway, supposedly she went along with it, but she was like, she woke up all sore the next morning, but supposedly T.I. had let the bodyguard fuck her. And that I shit, believe that shit would be the ultimate, like bone chilling betrayal. But at the same time, you know, somebody may argue, well, you know, if you put in your, but no, you're right. Like, no. No, and that shit would. I mean, I wouldn't would put it past me at all. That would chill my blood. Though. The entertainment industry and just in general, yeah, all man. types of shit that be going on. Yeah, man. That wouldn't. And then they got power. When you got when you got money and you're a celebrity, people always be like, "Oh, they're innocent," just because they're popular or For they're sure. their favorite. But they got power. You got power to, you know, they shit. They can. They may even know lawyers and and judges to say they. They innocent. You know, that's how much power they got money. So, mm -hmm. what it is. Yep. And I'm going to give a little honorable mention and <laughs> we can go to our next segment. But uh, Simone Biles, um, she just uh, competed 
recently and uh i'm just shouting the texan out because she just continues to to make history and do right do her, her motherfucking thing with fine man all the time oh she, my god i'm, I'm trying mean, to i need to be her friend because i need to figure out what she doing right. she ain't you know but she, in she ain't but four and she like four eleven she bitch, and all these men bitch she a like, gymnast right. she a gymnast that don't mean nothing she, okay she hella flexible what are you talking about <laughs> can you mount off a oh, dick yeah, you right, can you right. can you do a landing <laughs> <laughs> you're right you're right that's probably how can she you, got him can you stick the landing okay she probably, yeah she probably do all types of things like she know how to swing from chandeliers until right. the right exactly yeah, yeah. And, I mean, and, yes and and mount her landings anyway right uh but shout out to shout out to that young queen uh just as an honorable mention um she did her thing and it was at um she let me see simone biles becomes first woman to land uh your chinko double pike in return to competition so that's what's up all right so this is bringing us into our actual uh main topic of this week so you know our southern sound off our listeners are familiar um so this week we talking about you know computer love is what i like to call it um oh you 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 weigh in tasha but uh, we want to discuss uh, relationships in the digital age um, and just talk about like, hey, do you do y'all show y'all booze on social media? Like, what do you think about showing your significant others on the gram, on Facebook, whatever? Like, what does that look like? Like, how do you feel like if your significant other doesn't post you like I want to know, like, just how much because I have the inkling that social plays a lot in people's relationships nowadays, unless you're not on social media. If you're one of those types and then you got a mate like that, then cool. But if you're not that type, you know, I want to know like, well, how does that, we want to know how does that play into y'all's relationships? So, you know, for me personally, how I feel about this, I'm not trying to show nobody on social media until we're married. Okay. So stop right there. So yeah. So that's the first question. So do you share your boo on social media, Tasha? So we're not, we're, we, we won't be seeing any pictures of your boo until no. you're married. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Okay, so you're going by the Cardi rule. You know, what she said in up. She like, you know, ain't no ring on my finger. You ain't going on my gram. So, so like, even in past, like, since you've been on social, you never posted, like, your boo, your boo no. thing or no? No. It's no need because once you post somebody, once you post your significant other, then everybody is going to be in your business. And then if y'all break up, everybody going to be in your business. Cause I'm in people's wow. business. I want to <laughs> know, like when people be posting pictures, uh, they kids with no daddy, I be no wanting to know who, who the daddy is. <laughs> okay, like, so you just want to be nosy. They, yeah. So it's just like, I need to know the whole story. Cause like social media right now, it tells the story of your life. You know, See, it, that's the problem with you detectives. Y'all be wanting to piece every goddamn thing together. Y'all don't need all them damn clues. So, but don't put your stuff out there on social media. And then on top of that, um, if you've got family members and they broke and they see you and, and your boyfriend going on vacations, cause I know somebody like this or whatever. And then they want, they're going to be hating. They're going to be hating. They're going to be asking mm. you for money and all this. Stuff. Nah, nobody need to be in my business. Actually, one of my uh, homegirls, one of her friends in New York, I don't know her that well, but I know her through one of my homegirls in New York, you know, she, 
would always post for the past year, she would never post her boo. Like if she took mm. pictures with him, she'll put like a little emoji over his face. So no one knew, knows who he is. Like how the celebrities do their babies. <laughs> right. So she'll okay, she did that for a whole that year. And I was like, I want to know who her boo is. Like, bitch, know. just crop him out. <laughs> like, then, Yeah, just recently um, she showed her boo and they mm -hmm. got engaged. It was the Aww. most beautiful, like it was the most beautiful engagement that I've seen on social media. Now that's uh, cute. Okay. It's a Brooklyn love story, New York love story. So it was kind of dope. And now I that's guess she super kept them cute. secret for a reason because she didn't want nobody to intervene. Uh, you know what? And shit, women, sometimes you got to hold it tight to the vest because shit, as soon as you be, you know, share your happiness, the next bitch be in your DMs be like, oh, well, I just thought that it was something that you should know. <laughs> like, you know, it's like you can't. It's hard. And you know what? It's it's very I feel like stuff that's real and dear to you. I feel like some stuff shouldn't go on social. So to, to pose that question to myself, do I share my boo on social media? No, I don't feel like I really had a boo that I could. I would want to, again, unless I'm married, <laughs> I feel the same way, you know, to a degree. Um, but if I was like in a serious, serious committed relationship with someone where I was engaged, I, I would, um, I would, but you know, since I've, I've entered social media, like, I that's not something like, I'm not, I'm not like one of these people that are open books. Like, unless I know you and we haven't like a dialogue and we, you know, we're kind of vibing and we're, you know, that those conversations are coming up. But um, I, me personally, no, you know, and I feel like I don't want to be like, I feel like social is a facade to a degree, but I just feel like stuff that's real and dear to you, you know, unless it's just a close support group, like you're just your friends and it's not no outside people you know, that are following you, X, Y, Z, you're private. Cool. If you want to do that. But I, 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 as a rule, I feel like Cardi too, like, you know, shit, if I'm not engaged or if it's not some type of higher level of commitment, I'm not just, you know, sitting up here posting you for the next bitch to come message me and tell me something crazy. And you know what? I see a lot of these people. I don't know, Tasha, about your friends, like your friends that are in relationships or even guys in past that you dealt with and, and you know that they're in relationships and like you look at their social media and they don't got nothing of they bitch up there. Like that's wild to me. Like if you do have a boo, would you be upset if they weren't sharing you on social? No, because whoever I have, I'm going to trust him and know him, hopefully know him enough to know that he's not a player. But on other instance, or, you know, playing me on other instance, some women out there and a lot of women out there, they actually know they dudes are like players, cheaters, and they mm -hmm. dudes don't have no pictures of them. Because I, I got a I know somebody personally, and this man... um. I ain't gonna put all his business on blast, but he he used to be cheating Tell on his him. girl a lot. He used to be cheating on his girl a lot, and he don't have a single picture on his social media mm -hmm. of the girl. But she that's knew a telltale. She knew what the deal was, so I'm just like, mm. right, right. You know what I'm saying? If somebody is actively involved on social right. or if they posting this shit, and you had no pictures of me, <laughs> and you got pictures of everything else under the sun. And your then, boys like I'm like right. god damn it <laughs> I and can't then, be 
And then I had a um, situation just recently, because, you know, I always got the story, y'all. I got a story where I was talking to a dude um, that I knew from back then. I went on a date with him last year in New York and everything. And we were chatting and all this other stuff. Um, so this year he was just like, you know, I want to fly out there to see you and hang out with you. I want to go fishing with your dad, all of this stuff, yada, 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 yada. And, um, something just like, he posted something like a, a saying, like a marriage type of saying, mm. I was just like, wait a minute, something not right. <laughs> so I did some research. So it turns out the man was married this mm. whole time. He just never posted his wife on social media. So I'm like, see, like you can't trust men that be doing stuff like that. And just, no, again, you can't just recently, um, what just happened to me again, uh, like two weekends ago, I, I met this guy, I was talking to him. It was innocent. Just having a conversation. He was trying to shoot a shot, but he wasn't my type. Cause he was a little person. Oh. So, um, he was short. He was like five, four and below. Yes. Yeah, he you know, know, he was like five, eight. He was like five. Oh, eight. aren't you? No, five, no, no. Actually he was five, six. Like five, six. But anyway, he was small. He was a little bad wild size. So like we was chatting and all this other stuff, trying to shoot shots. I was like, oh, you can, you get my social media, you know, what's your Instagram? So next thing you know, like I didn't see no pictures of the, the wife until I had to scroll all the way down. I was like, this man married. Mm-hmm. This man married. And I'm just like, see, you can't trust nobody. But you know what? And see, and okay. And so that's going to bring me to a point too. I just want to tell all our listeners out there, just because you're not posting your significant other on your timeline, don't mean that we can't figure out that you got a significant other. And don't mean that we can't go on your significant other's page once we find out who they are and actually see like, oh, this person got pictures of them on this page. So this is their mate. Like people are crazy. This is the thing. When you on social media, you leave a fingerprint. Like literally, like this is why TMZ. This, no, this is why the shade room is the feds. Because literally, you can find anything. And if somebody's looking for some shit on social that you hiding, like they can find it. So, you right. know, just a little information for you people that are not posting your significant others. You know, people look at comments. They they can piece it together. <laughs> But anyway, so, all right, so, okay, so significant others sharing on social media, obviously, we've seen some some public relationships, some celebrities that have just kind of opened up to that idea. We see people right. like JT and Lil Uzi, like, after it was rumored forever that, you know, he was playing her or, you know, they was playing each other to the left, like, they together, uh, we see, you know, Re, Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. A lot of people fan them and wanted them to be together for so damn long after they work together. They're actually together. Mm-hmm. And even though they don't really post on social, but it's just enough that people get to see them. And well, let me ask, is there ever a time when it's too early to introduce your boo on social media? I want Yes. Yes. <laughs> You're like, like yes, I, it said, I said until you're married. That's why I say it's too, mm-hmm. too soon. But for um Portia with the whole recent drama, Portia and this um guy that she stole from her castmate. Um after one Ooh, year, after one, she fell in love. No, baby, sad. after one month. After oh my bad. One, one month. she said that was too soon. That was 
extremely too soon to post. I mean, on social media. I, and the thing is, you know, she put a whole little blurb on social media because she literally, she literally did not really need to bring it. Like, I guess it was before the story broke because yeah. the reunion the has passed. The reunion, no, the reunion is already passed. The reunion is oh. wrapped. And what's so funny is, look, on the reunion, her and Kenya were getting into it. And and I've always felt iffy about Portia because I've seen her throughout the seasons and I just she always plays victim to me and she's super grown. Um, but I was going to say that uh, like during the reunions, she was rallying so hard talking about all this girl code. And then she was telling Kenya like, oh, like when you make a mistake, like, you know, you want to be forgiven like immediately, like but you're not forgiven to others. Like she was really like on her heart. But like after seeing out like how everything played out, I see why she was on her heart because that's just no good. And I don't care how you spin it, because if my coworker, if if me and my man are freshly divorced, I don't give a damn. If my coworker come on the heels and get my man, I don't care if there was no Lord, like, no, no, no. And no, because she would definitely be singing a different tune. If uh, if if somebody has snatched up Cordell or Dennis anyway, wait, wait. So, you know what? It's different because they different types of co-workers that my job is like, you know, I'm not friends with the people at my job. So I don't know if that's what Portia basically was. You can't come into my house like she literally was in her pool smoking her hookah, acting like she never met her man. And meanwhile, I and this nigga like this nigga got money, money. (laughs) <laughs> like it's them right. type of chicks anyway but yes yeah, so okay so there that can't was a little be, too soon that was it, a little too soon it was a little but i guess you said the reunion so she soon. had to break it she didn't even know no the reunion that's what i'm telling you we have seen all three reunions sasha and that news did not break until after the reunion literally she did it like the night the third one aired like, she should have waited after they got married because mean. then it would have been less bad. I mean, it was just like, you know, them telling everybody, oh, it's been one month. It's so right. Know, we, we fell in love in one month. <laughs> Sierra and Russell, you know, they fell in love after one month too. But it's just like, can y'all, y'all situation was a little sketchy. Can y'all wait until y'all get married oh, and then tell us? And then we would have been like, okay, it's, it's we probably want to have cared no more after a year or, or whenever. It's they only sketchy because we know the motivation factor behind it in his money but fallon was fallon didn't even come and that is why she didn't come and, to the reunion no she didn't oh he didn't even come to the reunion and that's why it's got to be they didn't even address it and that is why and that's what i'm saying i, I knew kenya was going hard on her for some reason this season because i was like damn kenya like let it go why are you a dog with a bone? But it's just because when you see somebody kind of sneaky and underhanded on the low and it ain't really to light, it's like, damn, like you kind of shady anyway. Yeah. So there is a such thing as yes, too soon, because after a right. month, I would not be like, this is my man. <laughs> that wouldn't be me. I'm, I'm not with the 40 million dollar man either. Unless he was Drake. You know, I don't know. Like I said, this this man is worth forty million dollars. So I think it was more of a Porsche stake in her claim on him, uh, because like you know, a couple of days later, it was Instagram girls coming out like, oh well, he just had me up in his car. She, I feel like she's gonna be dealing with some of the same things that she just dealt with with her baby daddy. But right, 
Either way, in love with him too after three months or whatever. Well, because he was he was he was tricking off that money. That's what it was, and then he didn't do right. So I didn't be like her because she living her best life. You got steal people, man's husband. <laughs> you know, cause get it? She got it out the the book of Alicia. Well, let me not. <laughs> let me not. The book of keys. Anyway, okay, all right, okay. So let me ask you this: well, There is a time when there's too early. Okay, so we see that with Portia Williams and Simon. And I feel like we saw that a little bit with Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey. But shout out to them because they still going strong, I guess, after a couple of months. Yeah, I mean, that's (laughs) different with them. They wasn't doing no scandalous stuff. They weren't. But it was just like, I just, I don't know, because I'm weird. Like, and I, I, you know, she seems like a certain type of girl. But again, she doesn't because she ain't got no shame in her game. She like shit, I'm on to the next. I don't know. Sometimes you just want to hold stuff to yourself before you introduce it to the world and before it becomes this thing outside. I felt like I I thought they would have kept it because she had just got out of a very public relationship with Future at one point. But, you know, siege is on. Okay, so effects of public scrutiny when you do introduce a relationship to social media, man. Have you ever... Yes, I've seen a lot of drama. Mm. Um, <laughs> on social media and when people like they introduce people and then next mm. thing you know you find out that people's cheating on somebody exactly man social media and it's all drama so you know that can happen too yeah for sure and you know and that's i think i think in this day and age i think that's what most people be like afraid of especially women you know it's like you're on social the guy that you're dating is on social you know um you know, that's a real thing. It's like, and sadly, it, it really is. You worried about somebody coming in and we see it every day. Um, even with these celebrity people, you know, where uh, like we saw a little baby and his his uh, baby mama, Jada, dealing with it. Like, you know, where the, the I guess the porn girls, uh, the porn stars that he had been involved with were coming at her sideways just over anything online. It's just like, listen. Go, go let him don't bring me into this chloe kardashian her drama lord right right you know and and even yeah like it's just when you introduce it like when portia introduced it you know a month into it and just being like i'm not gonna hide shit i'm grown it's just like hey will you open yourself up to it and you open yourself up to whatever stories but sometimes you just never know because people be leading double lives like a motherfucker. <laughs> like, see, that's why I don't want to show my my business on social media because I want people to think that I'm still single. Because <laughs> until I'm married, I'm still single. So that's what I want. Okay, right. I feel like until there's some definitely some type of level of commitment and even an engagement. I get it. I get wanting to keep keep something sacred to yourself so that it is not tainted by the views of other people that's all you're gonna get online is opinions that your ass didn't ask for so um because i you know it makes me think about public scrutiny you know i'm sure danny lee was head over heels for the baby before they introduced us to that and you know told us that they were dating well we got introduced to his baby mama first so you know everything after that for her was just calamity i feel sorry for the poor girl but because she was, i don't feel 
sorry for her ass because she was she was trying. I just trying feel like him. because remember she was lying she, while he was with the baby mama. She was lying and saying no, it's just a business relationship. We not together. And then they end up being together. So he must have cheated on the baby mama with her. So I don't feel sorry for her ass. Nah, she pregnant. Uh, she been uh po- posting. Uh, How you know all- she pregnant? Go look at her social. I mean, she's wearing it. Oh. She's on her baggy flow. She she's on her angle shots. And, you know, and that's the thing. You know, we be so gung ho to, to go all in for these dudes that ain't really showed us nothing. And um, she hiding in the pregnancy. She didn't hide a relationship, but she had in the pregnancy. Lord. Yeah, because she feel like she got egg on her face. And, and I feel like people, I mean, they 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 drug her. And that's the thing. When you when you bring your relationship into public scrutiny, like you just you were just subjected and she got subject subjected to cancel culture. And, I, you know, when you're young and you say some, you know, foolhardy things, you don't want it to live forever. And there was a point in time that when we were growing up, shit didn't live forever. It wasn't captured. You know what I'm saying? To live online and stuff like that. So it's a very turbulent time. You know, like I said, cancel culture shit. I'm sure it got all sorts of people up in their feelings and, you know, but yeah. She still got followers. She ain't that much canceled. Okay, she's she, you know what, Danny. I mean, I before she was really a songwriter, supposedly she was like a dancer. I mean, I see her dancing and stuff like that, but um, she's a songwriter, so she don't always get money. Shit. <laughs> that that's the bag right there, songwriting. But bottom line, our takeaway was for me, don't involve don't bring your don't make your relationship on public for social. You know, if it's not to a point, pretty much. If it, you know, if it's if it's in its infancy stages, then that's not something you definitely want to bring. Like you want to bring it when it's something that's solid, and you know, y'all are both locked in with one another. I disagree. I mean, I agree. That's just for me. I agree with that for me. But for like people, I feel like people can do whatever they want to do because if because it entertains me. Y'all breaking up <laughs> after a month or two months, or you know, you, you breaking up your marriage or you all that stuff. You putting your subliminal quotes online and you subbing people, like right. you know, we know that it ain't for that ain't shit, nigga, or you know, for the chick. Yeah, keep entertaining me. So people do whatever you want to do. All right. Brit's pick of the week. Um, actually, I'm shouting out uh, a grits pick, and that's our uh, typically it's our girl or guys raised in the south that we're shouting out that's doing her thing. I'm gonna shout out um, a grits out of Dallas, Texas, you know, my my home, my my city, uh, 214. This is a Shakari Richardson, she's a 21 year old track and field star out of Dallas, and she's one of the fastest women in the world, uh, right now. And I just think that's so dope. Um, I love that she's from my hometown. I love that she's 21. And uh, she, I mean, she she's in all these uh, headlines. But um, I think she actually just... Uh, she headlines won- was she in? I didn't see no headlines. Well, you know what? Who entered? Well, I had heard of her before, but I saw um, I actually saw Gabby, uh, Gabrielle Union shot her out on her like oh. one of her Wednesdays. But I like I had seen her before, but like she she like you have some uh, track and field events going on right now. And I know they got the Olympics going on later this year. Yeah, um, I'm just but but 
she was just like she just had a race or whatever but she's like one of the fastest you know like i said fastest women in the world so i just think like i said she's dope she's 21 i love that she's a grits too so shout out shout out to our fellow grits and uh you know my 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 d-town you know fellow native um all right so that's gonna bring us to our uh g code gym that we're gonna be dropping this week um i'm gonna keep it short and sweet just something for you guys you know to to put in your pipe and smoke um thou shall not pour from an empty cup it's just telling y'all that it's just saying like hey you hey self first you know, we got to we got to pour into ourselves first before we can give to others. And I just I you know, I know so much stuff is going on in the world. So, you know, this past year and a half has put a lot of things in perspective. Mental health, well-being, all those things are important. Um, but yeah, y'all can't be out here pouring from an empty cup. So, Making making sure that you're you're practicing self love and that you're the best version of yourself, so you can give the best version to the world and whomever else deserves you. So, like I felt that also meant you know that these people out here buying these colonizer brands and not having no money. You know, you gotta have money in your own self before you up there out there stunning for other broke people. I mean, um, I just don't even know why they be wanting to be lining up at these Gucci stores sometimes. Like, I mean, I mean, how many times do we gotta uh, be insulted? I'm like, it's a whole bunch of high-end black brands and we're seeing them more and more. We see people like, you know, uh, T. Flar. We see see people like Brandon Blackwood. Yeah. That's the yeah. purse designer. Mm-hmm. Kendra Miles, the shoe designer. Um, we see people like uh, Coco, Coco and Breezy Eyewear. So Christopher John Rogers. So our black brands are out there. You know, it's been good kicking it with you guys. You can uh, stream us on uh, all streaming platforms: Apple uh, Podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud. Podbean, YouTube. Make sure you go check us out, uh, Grits in the City Podcast.com. You can visit us and check out our episodes and our website content there. Go check out Tits and Giggles TV as well. And uh, all right, y'all stay tuned.